G'day, I'm Andrew Griffiths, Australia's number one small business author, and I'm here to introduce you to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast by the one, the only, Amanda Fisher, the cash flow queen. In this weekly podcast, Amanda's going to be talking about all things business, with a particular focus on unscrambling the numbers and understanding the cash flow in your business. So if you're ready to create more profit, reduce your stress, sit back and relax as the Cash Flow Queen helps you to start seeing through the numbers. Hello, and today I want to talk about going above and beyond. You see, with the bushfires raging on our east coast in Australia and so many people being caught up in the fires, losing properties, all those horrible things that are happening, our animals, our people, our livelihoods. In the midst of all that, I needed to drive to inland to an area that is not subject to bushfires at the moment. It's a country, land, it's not... Um, yeah, it just it, there aren't any fires, there aren't any um, uh, forests nearby. And I thought, that's fine, I will drive out of a very smoky Canberra that's been on the news as being the most air-polluted city in the world and I'll get out of it into some fresh air and won't that be lovely? And I'm driving along thinking, when am I going to get out of this smoke? When am I going to get out of this smoke? And then it, about halfway to my destination, it was about a four-and-a-half-hour drive, Halfway there, it got worse. And I pulled off the side of the road, checked to make sure there weren't any fires nearby, and there weren't, and seriously contemplated what was I thinking? What was I doing driving through this horrific smoke? Was I going above and beyond? Should I turn back? Now, if I had been heading towards a fire, I wouldn't have left in the first place. That's just obvious. But I didn't think I was going to get caught up in anything on that drive. But it reminded me of a time a long time ago when I was also out in country New South Wales and I'd been working for a client and I think it was just before Easter and I was meeting a friend of mine to go camping for the Easter weekend. and. I left, you know, my client's premises at the, you know, when the job was finished and started driving and was overtaken by, I'm not quite sure what the words, what the words are, but anyway, massive, massive downfall, absolutely bucketing rain. You couldn't see more than a few feet in front of the windscreen. Windscreen wipers going, you know, a million miles an hour as fast as they could and it still wasn't giving you visibility. And a lot of cars were pulling off the side of the road, waiting for the storm to pass. But I was meeting, I didn't quite know where I was going in terms of the campground, I was in the bush, and I was meeting my friend at a pre-allotted time, at a pre, pre, you know, pre-arranged place. It was back before mobile phones, so you know, there was no way of communicating, and I needed to get there, so I just kept going. And afterwards thought that was probably not the smartest thing I'd ever done. And then in another time, and this is even stupider, in the Philippines, I had a, a driver that was taking me around to 
various meetings. Uh, I had an office in the Philippines you know, to my staff and I had various meetings organised. And this one particular day, the driver picked us up to go to a meeting and there was a typhoon. So one of my team members from Australia was also with me. We dropped her at the office. She then texted me a few little while later saying none of the staff had turned up and we're driving with this driver to this meeting. Now, there were no other cars on the road and we got to this one major intersection and I'll never forget it because there were half a dozen motorbikes just strewn haphazardly in the middle of this intersection. They'd obviously been blown over from where they had been you know, left and had just been blown up this street and just dumped. And we kind of looked at ourselves and said to the driver, uh, should we be out in this? And he said no. And we kind of said to him, why didn't you say that before you, when you picked it up? But, you know, the Filipinos are very much, you. we have a job to do. I was told to take you from here to there and I will do that. <sighs> Putting us all at risk. Anyway, needless to say, we went back, picked up my team member from the office and holed it up in our hotel for the rest of the day. Stupid. How many times do we go above and beyond but then do something really silly in the process thinking that we're doing the right thing by our clients to make sure that they're getting the, you know, getting our services, that we're going above and beyond, you know, working late into the night to meet their deadlines, any number of things that we do and we just do it automatically because that's what we do. We're in a service industry and they come first and we do whatever to provide value, to provide service, to give them that wow factor, to make them love us. Maybe not make them love us, but you know what I mean, like to to have them so that they appreciate us, that they become loyal clients, potentially raving fans, that, you know, we do go above and beyond. But that can come at a cost and it can come at a cost in your, from your physical, mental, emotional perspective and also from a financial perspective, there you go, I've got it in here again. What is that costing you? If you're working really, really long hours, and yes, I'll put my hand up, guilty, I do do that, to meet deadlines, how efficiently are you working? How well are you doing the job? Um, yeah, What is that doing to you overall? And are you making the money out of that? You know, particularly if you're on a fixed fee or, you know, you're on a, on a service agreement that says, you know, you'll, you'll do X, Y, Z for a, for a fee and you've locked that in and you've worked out how many hours you think it's going to take and then it takes a lot longer. Is that going above and beyond costing you so that you're not getting the productivity, you're not getting your return on the hours that you're expecting to get? What does that look like? Have a think about it. And hopefully don't do stupid things out in weather like I do. It's like, look, at the end of the day, my drive out in the smoke was just that. I was driving through smoke. wasn't the most ideal driving conditions, certainly, but I was safe, as safe where I'd come from, as safe where I was going to and along the way. There was no danger at all. Uh, it just felt really weird and a bit spooky and unnerving. But it wasn't, as I say, there was no safety issue involved. And most of the times when we go above and beyond, it's not a safety question, not at all. 
But can you do the same thing without perhaps going and putting yourself out on a limb quite so far? Something to think about. Something to think about as we start a new calendar year. What are you doing to provide value to your clients? What are you doing to wow your clients? But at the same time, going above and beyond in a reasonable way rather than an over-the-top unnecessary way. Thanks for tuning into the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast show with Amanda Fisher. Clearly, Amanda's mission is to help business owners just like you to read and understand your business numbers. As well as this fantastic weekly podcast, Amanda has published a pile of books, created online courses, and she runs one-to-one and group mentoring sessions and workshops. To find out more about how you can work with Amanda Fisher, go to www.amandafisher.com.au. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss a single episode. And Amanda would love it if you left a great review. So until next time, make those numbers count.